Warning, the following may contain dragon turtles. Join fantasy authors Phil Tucker, Tamandra Whitecastle, David Benham, Benedict Patrick, and Josiah Bancroft as they roll dice and take on the bad guys in a game of Dungeons and Dragons. Five authors, five worlds, one adventure. It's time to get crit-faced. Previously on Crit Faced, exploring the village of Barovia, the party is unsure as to how to proceed in this gloomy land. Hoping to find a friendly face, they decide to visit the town's tavern. Okay. Um, so we go to the, the central square, guys. Uh, mm-hmm. You can uh, So a couple of things you can see here in, in the central square of the village. Uh, there is a, a single shaft of bright light, um, thrusting out into the main square uh, from a building just to the, the north of you guys now, just to your right. Uh, and there's a, there's a sort of an askew sign. Um, it's got an open doorway and the sign that's hanging above it uh, clearly proclaims it to be the, the Blood on the Vine Tavern. Um, there's another light coming from a, a building just to the south of you. Uh, and you can see a sign on the door uh, saying, uh, it just reads, uh, Bildrath's uh, Mercantile. However, the door is closed. Uh, uh, although there's light inside, um, you, know, you get the impression that it's not not currently open for business as as the night is is drawing late. Uh, the crying noise is um, much closer now, uh, and you feel that there's a there's a smaller street just running off to the, the south of where you are, and you get the impression that's where the the sobbing is coming from. So, do we go inside first, or do we check out the crying? I feel like we have to check out. Whoever's been crying has been crying a long time. Yeah. It'd be rude for us to continue ignoring her at this point. It's kind of weird that you know you can hear this crying throughout the entire village and no one gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> no one cares about the burning house either. <laughs> it's a weird okay. situation. What's the plan, guys? Oh, we go check out the crying Bye. person. Yep. Okay. So um, so the moaning sob sort of floats through the streets and uh, it leaves you just beside the mercantile. Actually, there's a dark two-story uh, townhouse uh, and you, the, the crying is clearly coming uh, from inside here. Oh, oh not another no. house. I'm oh. not going into another house. Let's go to the, from, the tavern. Can we, from a room can we up, call from, a room, from outside? From a room upstairs somewhere. Can we call so from outside? Like through a pebble? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Classic. Yeah. Go for it. Fireball at the window. Uh, <laughs> don't go for that. Um, <laughs> what is it you'd like to do? Throw a rocket at the window. Wait, why are you crying in there? The privacy of your own home. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> You're uh, bothering the locals. <laughs> well, apparently not either. They don't seem to care, but... So what are we doing? <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna throw a, a pebble at the window, but I think we should like approach it as a you know more of a, a are you all right, madam? You know let's let's be let's be nice. Can Maybe Master Sona should the persona, take this. Yeah, can you assume the persona of like a romantic lead who's approaching the balcony of his oh, well, forbidden yeah, like love? And, sure. Yeah, something. Okay. You know, let's all back um, away and give him some room. Okay. <clears throat> Madam, you, you seem sad. 
There's um, the crying continues. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't change. Do we have a larger rock? Do we have a larger rock? Something cobblestone. I give okay. him a cobblestone. <laughs> I take a quarter of a brick. No, no. I just I take a, a slightly larger stone and I, I cast it up to the window and it makes a, a, a slightly louder clacking noise. And I say, "Madam, madam, you seem you seem quite distressed. Uh, will you come out and and tell me your sorrows?" Nope. No, there's uh, no response. The crying continues. All right. So I got this one last thing I can do. I can, I, I can pull the concertina and play a little song. You know, music soothes the savage beast. So I'm going to pull out my concertina and I will play. Uh, well, what should I play? Any, any suggestions? Monkey steals. The monkey and the whatever. The monkey steals the master's hat. Yes. Always Don't a cloud, you know any, cloud like, pleaser. Right. A romantic oh, so. ballad or something. Oh. A Wish the monkey ballad. steals the thought the monkey steals the master's heart was quite romantic. <laughs> well, it's, it's romantic in a way, uh, but I wouldn't call it like purely romantic. Um, uh, what, what, um, I, don't, I don't know any romantic ballads off the top of my head. Um, I, I'll have to go with uh, the lady's girdle. Um, <clears throat> yeah. so I begin to play my concertina. Uh, I, I think I'm doing a pretty good job with this performance. Mm-hmm. And... Obviously, the window opens. No, no, there's there's no response from the Everest inside. The crying continues. She's, she's obviously so, a, a deaf and not a music lover, so she's beyond let's, any help. Let's go to the bar. We can't do anything. I think we've established that we no longer go into houses, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, no. Not unless we're like completely healed up. I am not. I am not healed up. Is a tavern considered like a house? <laughs> Mm. Yes, but uh, we can make an exception by checking out the common before we actually enter the house, for example. According to our group's new mission statement, I don't think we can go in. Um, okay. We have to perform every adventure from outside from now on. I, 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 will, I, will, I will take one for the team here, and I will go into the tavern on my own and report back in five to six hours whether it's safe. <laughs> Well, you can't because right. I have the money. Oh. Oh. <laughs> he does have a fine set of silver from the dark. <laughs> oh, that's right. I do have my set of silver. Uh, let me buy a flagon or two. Uh, I tell you what. I'm going to go into the tavern. I feel that I have earned myself a, a pleasant dinner and perhaps a libation. Would you I care do, to join me, friends? I do agree that we should. I'll go maybe. with Going oh. to the tavern. All Probably, right. Hopefully, there will be someone here who can make sense of this weird place. And McRag, I'm buying the first round. When you dragged me out of that horrible house, that was that's something I'm not not going to forget anytime soon. So I'll I'll right. buy the first round. I got some of my odor on you. <laughs> you know, I I used to think it was uh, uh, heinous, but now it's sort of a pleasant musk. You know, I think something about it has become more charming. <laughs> okay, so it's we head Stockholm over to Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> I just call it. Uh, so we go over to the tavern. Okay, um, guys, we we head inside. Um, you you get the impression uh, the tavern has has seen better days. Uh, currently. Uh, you know, once uh, was a, a well, a finely appointed establishment, but it, it's obviously grown shoddy. 
uh, over the years. Uh, there is a blazing fire here uh, in the hearth, uh, but it doesn't seem to uh, give much warmth um, to, to the overall ambience of the room. Uh, there are a few uh, huddled souls inside, however. We do have the barkeep uh, polishing glasses over at the bar. There's a, a, a man sitting in a corner uh, drinking wine by himself. He's got uh, blonde hair and he's wearing a, a green um, waist jacket. Um, and um, probably most of note is the, there's uh, three women, um, three dark-haired women, uh, Sitting, almost lounging, um, quite quite close to the the fire hearth, um, they're uh, all wearing um, quite heavy makeup, but uh, heavy makeup applied well. Um, particularly, their red lips stand out, uh, and a very colourful uh, clothing that they're all wearing. How oh, this seems a fine place, doesn't it? This is the the place forms a man's soul. This is, these are my people. I feel. Okay. Um, I'll buy the first round. Let me, uh, let me just have a couple of those coins, if you don't mind. I don't know if they take knives and spoons here. So uh, we approach the barkeep and uh, okay. ask whether he has rooms, maybe to let for the night. So the um, the barkeep is is. is polishing his glass. He's sort of a pudgy little man. Um, it's balding, and, and he looks up at you and. Uh, his gaze, uh, his, his eyes just sort of barely seem to register you, and you realise you know, he's still polishing the glasses as he speaks. Uh, and he says, we, we do not normally let rooms. So I, I, have, I have a shed in the back. You can sleep in the hay. And he goes so back to polishing his glass. There's no place we could stay for the night? Say, Except for the you, shed? You, yes, the shed. you you stay in the hay, yes. Uh, My good what's sir. What's your food look like? Good enough for cheese. Father, <laughs> let me... Let me if I If I may, Master Summer. Please, go ahead. I, I, I belly up to the bar and I, I look at him and I say, My good man, you are looking upon people of quality, people of distinction, and who are used to a better affair than hay and sheds. I would advise you to treat us well, and in return, your demesne here will be finally recompensed with our patronage. Now, what say we start again, and you show us some of your finest rooms? And, if I may roll a persuasion roll? Yeah. It's my highest skill. Plus 15. No, plus 5. 17. Yeah, and and he he, all the time you've been talking, he's been looking at you, and, and it's, his face, the emotion on his face hasn't changed. It's uh, just vacant, almost in a way. He he glances over at the at the the women, um, uh, at the hearth, and then back to you, and he says, "Yes, but we only have shed." And, and you know, he sort of shakes his head. It's almost as if he's he's lost with, um. With the situation uh, behind you, uh, one of the uh, the dark-haired women uh, shouts out. She sort of raises her hand. You know, she gets you get the impression she's a, a, a bit annoyed at the fact that she's um, having to speak. She goes, "The fool is right. We only have shed to speak, them. I turn to regard these ladies. Okay, uh, so all three of you, all three of them, they're. Um, 
in their sort of thirties, you reckon? Um, uh, you know, all you know, quite attractive. Um, you can tell that they are all seemingly irritated by by having to speak to you, and, and you know, they're just all eyeballing Lord Talford in particular at the moment. I uh, belly up to their table, um, and I say, "Well, look at these remarkably attractive young fillies." Um, <laughs> you are the I worst. I swear my as I continue to try and be charming. Oh my and I god! Say, my friends and I are but recently arrived in town, and we are looking to appreciate the finest that Barovia has to offer. And as such, we would appreciate it if you would be a little more hospitable. After all, the happier we are, the more coin that we will spend. And perhaps we may be convinced even by the three of you the finest beverages this tavern has offered. Are you in your persuasion role? You can. Uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, they... <laughs> <laughs> the, the one the one who addressed you in a sort of a, a wry half smile sort of forms at the side of her, her face and she goes if you're looking for the finest things you have come to the wrong town and you cannot ply me by offering to buy me a wine from my own establishment the fool speaks the truth here we sell wine no rooms there are no rooms for you he offers you the shed it is the only room we have other than that take the wine or leave it is no matter to me so what about the wine? Durst house? Do you think we could stay there? <laughs> it's, it's I asked her rather wrong. belligerently. I would not recommend it. Uh, well, perhaps because we saw it on fire, you're right. It, it seems <laughs> to have been burning. Uh, so one of the others uh, sort of double takes uh, when you say that. Uh, and uh, then all three of them uh, burst out laughing. Hey, what's right? What? <laughs> oh, you poor fools! You set you set the house on fire. Well done, well done. It's very good. Uh, we are all very proud of you. You honestly are not the first people to have done that. Oh no! Oh, uh, <laughs> I think she's making light of you. Well, what if I set this tavern on fire? I back away from the three of them rather nonplussed, and I return to the group and I say, apparently the Durs house is rather impervious to flame. Uh, well, Lord way. Tarfin, I, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but uh, when I uh, observed your performance there, the word that leapt to mind was, was not charming. I, I feel like perhaps we could... I was, uh, the the trick, Malarme, I put my arm around his shoulders, is you have to not be too accessible. You have to remove yourself a little bit, add a little right. lordly mien, so that they yes. feel impelled to come after you. You don't right. throw yourself upon them like a like a mink stole. You, you you have something in your beard. It's it's quite it's quite pronounced and it's not pleasant. And I think that that that's chin. what they were focused upon. It's the chin. Here, mother, a gold coin. I. I Take it from Master Sumner, I suppose. <laughs> it's it's a one gold that coin the wagers, threw back at you. Yes. A gold coin wagers that you cannot get them to uh, be more congenial. I will take that bet. I'll take that bet. Uh, so uh, what, 
Go see if she'll offer you her pie. <laughs> Master Suna, if you would like to take the next shot, you can as well. You can you can go over there and, and see if you can get some information from her. So, what my esteemed colleagues are trying to do here is that we are travelers from distant lands and mm. we have come to this place. We have uh, no um, knowledge or information of it. All we want to do is spend the night to rest up a bit eat something, drink something, um, and preferably not in a shed. Where can we do this if not in this tavern? Give me an address. Um, do you want to take a, a persuasion check, but take it with disadvantage because of um, your association with Lord Telfer? <laughs> <laughs> she stands in my shadow. Uh, how much... Do, uh, what's, how so much dis- disadvantage? disadvantage is you roll twice and you have to take the lowest score. Oh, Okay. Uh, six. Six. And she she turns and uh, just again looks disdainfully at you and she says, I do not care about your problems, traveler. We have many travelers here. You come one day, you will disappear soon like all the others. Here we sell wine. You may sit, be warm. We have no rooms. That is Where is a room? Yes, there are many Where? houses out there. Knock on some doors. I care not. You have wasted me and my sister's time too much already. All right. So I think everyone's had a chance. And now it's time to watch a master at work. <clears throat> <laughs> Madam, oh I, I feel my I friends believe lack... I'm having to endure this one more time. <laughs> well, I, I would like to apologize... <laughs> Uh, on behalf of my friends who lack a certain amount of grace, I would first like to say this is a magnificent space. I have been in many taverns, but none quite so welcoming and homey as this one. And I just want to compliment you upon it and and ask you a, a, just a very small favor. May I please play a song for you as a small token of thanks and gratitude? Do you want to take a, a persuasion check again with disadvantage, please? Okay. All right, here we go. This is the one. You're welcome. Mm, 18 was the first one. <laughs> and the second one was two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. um, she doesn't... Uh, she's going to throw us out. <laughs> yeah, she, just, she looks at you, then looks back to the barkeep, and she says, Arik, deal with these, please. And then turns back to... Uh, chat with her sisters. I think you're up, McGrag. You know, um, put on um, your glass. So the, <laughs> the, the barkeep, <laughs> still polishing his glasses, uh, hesitates and then moves, <laughs> right, so. moves around the, uh, the bar and um, stands in front of you and then he sort of shrugs uh, as if he's not too sure what it is he's supposed to be doing, but he'd really like you to get away from his boss. Well, <clears throat> I'm leaving this establishment. Okay. This the, is an outrage. <laughs> the, 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 the blonde man in the, in the green waistcoat um, uh, coughs from the, the corner and, and he, raises, uh, he raises his hand uh, when you look at him and he, he beckons you over. I say we go join him. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Can we at least ask for some like wine or something? Oh, this is a, a, apparently a tavern, so. Uh, 
are you are you speaking in character or are you well, I, what I would say to the man in front of me is I would say, look, I'm sorry, we have we have obviously got off on the wrong foot. We are overly friendly, but strangers to your customs. We would just ask for four glasses of your, your finest uh, vintage, and we will go sit ourselves away uh, from your, your masters. As if he overheard you, the, the man, the blonde man who was um, beckoning you over, he, he sort of raises his voice and he says, Eric, bring them to me and a pitcher of wine. They will be my guests at this table tonight. Yes. Thank you, sir. <laughs> uh, so you can see that the the um, the barkeep almost seems uh, relieved at, at the fact that the situation seems to have been resolved without him having to uh, to do anything, and uh, he hobbles away to the bar and gets a pitcher of wine and, and brings it to your table. Uh, meanwhile, the um, you know the the sort of man gestures at the seats and lets you pull your seats around. And, <laughs> Says, "Welcome, welcome, travelers. Uh, my name is uh, my name is is Ismark. Uh, I um, Ismark is is Ismark. Yes, Ismark. And uh, uh, am I to believe that you are just recently arrived in uh, Barovia? We 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 have just recently arrived, and uh, so far we've enjoyed everything we've seen in this fine town. And uh, uh, thank you for your hospitality. I'll introduce myself. I am Jean Marlene. I am quite well known. I'm sure you've heard of me. And these are my friends, and I'll let them introduce themselves. I'm Master Sana, and I'm not amused. She, she's she's a tough cookie. Lord Telfrin Blackoak at your service. He eats a hard sausage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kellen McRag, and then I bang my axe on the floor, and I demand ale. Um, so the, the so Ismark uh, sort of smiles um, and he says, I, "I I have heard many rumors of this ale, but um, unfortunately, here in uh, the Barovia, we drink we drink only wine." Um, I, I, it is. It is. It does well. It, it it helps take the edge off life here. But that's unfortunately all we have to offer you. Um, please uh, allow me to introduce myself fully. I am Ismark uh, Kalyanovich. Uh, I am the the son of the the, the burgomaster of this uh, pathetic excuse for a village. Um, am I to believe that you are? And he he looks around and then leans in a little bit. You are not from around here. That is correct. correct. And he sort of um, leans back and we in his really seat. want to get away from <laughs> <you>. <laughs> yeah. uh, He leans back in his seat and he, and he nods, seemingly a wee bit smug of himself, and he said, yes, it is, uh, it is as I suspected. This is not the first time that the devil has, has done this uh, to poor innocents from, from outside of this land. The devil called Strahd? Devil. Yes. I saw the his, one who's responsible for the Durst House? The Durst is responsible for everything you see here before you. He is responsible for the empty homes. He is responsible for the look of fear that children uh, wake with having this look of fear on their faces. Uh, he is the one responsible for those people and uh, how they, they, they swan around the town like this. And he nods uh, over at the, um, the women over by the, the hearth. Does he have anything to do with the uh, dream pastries? Is that? Uh... <laughs> and he, and he, uh, he, he looks very serious for a second, and he says, "What do you know of the dream pastries?" 
Well, I, I, I know the person who sells them is uh, very particular about where you eat them. Uh, she she would not let me uh, consume it in front of her, which I, I took as being a suspicious thing. He said, and, he, and he leans in again, looks very serious. He says, the person who sells them is completely evil. Do not trust yes, her at I all. Guess. Do not okay. trust her at all and walk away when you see her. Will do. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that answers one question. I think we, we <laughs> escaped that phase. Do you know... Do you know if this lady has magical powers of some sort? Or is more than human? Uh, she certainly is not human, yes. Um, I, uh, we are a, uh, the, the village is, is smaller than it seems. We do not have oh, a lot of the buildings here are unoccupied, but um, many uh, of those buildings, uh, the occupants have disappeared after being visited by her. Um, sometimes it is not everyone in the building. Sometimes it is just the children. Um, oh, well, that's lovely. This um, so sound speak- goes all the more charming. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, do, do you know anything about, there, there was a, a particularly weepy house uh, nearby. Um, do you know anything about the occupants there? Yes. Oh, we, we, cannot, we cannot stop her. That is Mary. Uh, we call her Mad Mary now for uh, oh. her daughter. Uh, she has lost her daughter. Um, it is. It is not unusual. It is not an unusual thing to happen. She will eventually get over it, or the grief will kill her, and we will be able to get on without the sound of her. But you wouldn't consider her to be a particularly evil person, per, per chance? No, I, I believe she's just been driven mad with grief at the, uh, the, the, at the at what, <coughs> what the devil has done. Mm. He's, he's what quite did helpful. The devil do to her? Well, he has he has stolen her daughter. Because, uh, and I why say, has no one risen up against this strad and deposed of him if he is so terrible? <laughs> and he, he laughs and, and you, just, you just get a look of, of complete sadness in his face uh, as he does so. And he, he takes a glass of wine and he, and he necks it and he pours himself another one and he says, Oh, we have tried. Many times people have tried, but it ends in failure every time and the punishment is worse and worse. Uh, and the village, uh, as you see it now, nobody is here, and we have never recovered since the last time uh, somebody arrived to to encourage the people of the village to rise up against Strand. Well, how, how recent was that? I was it, I was, was but was, a, I was but a boy. It was ten years ago. The last time <laughs> someone like you convinced people to take arms against the devil. Mm-hmm. Um, the women uh, who run this establishment. He, um, he, he, uh, he looks, as our, his eyes dart over to them again, as, as you say that, and you can see a, a look of resentment in them as well. So are they are they from here, or are they also travellers? No, they, they, they are not from Barovia, but neither are they travellers like you. They, they are Vistani, and he looks at you to see if there's any recognition. Uh, in your faces, they are they are his creatures. Uh, they come and go as they please, uh, but they they do act in the devil's service. Do not trust any of them. Are they Sorry. vampires? No, if we, they are just people. They are just people who have sold their souls. They. Uh, they move through Barovia, they move to other realms, they move to other lands, and come back here when they see fit or when their master summons them. Mm. 
Well, the so most we, important question, how do we return to our homes? <laughs> um, and he laughs again and he shakes his head. <laughs> and he, he takes a while just contemplating his drink before looking at you and says, I knew what you were when you came here. I knew you were travelers from outside of Barovia. Uh, you are not the first to have been drawn here. But what I can tell you is that every single soul that I have seen that has come from outside of the lands and every single soul that my father saw and his father before him, none of them survived their experience in Barovia. I am afraid, friends, you poor souls. Someday you will just not return. You will disappear. And eventually new travelers will be brought to this land to entertain the devil until he is done with you. I think we will leave it tonight at that. I'm spooked. Uh, that, that wasn't going well at all. <laughs> Well, what has what has gone well is because you guys have completed uh, that little escapade in the house. You guys have actually leveled up to third level. Things are going well. (laughs) Crit Faced is a weekly Dungeons and Dragons podcast. To make sure you never miss an episode, and to get an exclusive prequel episode of the podcast where you can find out what our characters were up to before this adventure began, head over to CritFacedPodcasts.com and join our CritFaced fan group.